Welcome to the Behind the Shield podcast, where each week we talk with shelter employees and agents from around the country to find out what's going on, to hear the stories that might otherwise go untold, and to connect you more closely with why you are an important part of making it all happen for our customers and communities. Let's take a look at what's going on Behind the Shield. Welcome, everybody, to another episode. I'm your host, Douglas Jones, and alongside me is our producer, Brad Johnson. And here's a rundown of what we have in store for you. It's 2021, finally and Shelter Insurance has a new president and next CEO, Randa Rollins. We're gonna talk with Randa today about women in leadership and some of the studies that have been done in recent years. And we'll also get to know her more and dive into what her vision is for her tenure leading our great company. So Randa, thanks for joining us today. We're excited to talk with you. Thanks and happy new year, happy 2021. Yeah. Well, you officially became the 13th president of shelter insurance on January 1st. Did you have kind of an internal reaction when it became official? I would have to say this is probably a strange answer, but not really. You know, we came back to work on the 4th and it was pretty much walking in the door and coming into the same office and doing the same work. It's not one of those things, at least from my perspective, that sort of hits you in, in the face. I mean, it, it. I think in part of that was I had done a lot of preparation in December and that week between Christmas and New Year's, which was a pretty quiet week around here. I don't know if, if you were here, but uh, gave me a lot of time to, to really kind of get my thoughts together and plan on what what I wanted to get accomplished in the in the first 30, 60, 90 days. Okay. Yeah, they, they always talk about a new president coming in the first 100 days, right? I had some very good advice from somebody who said to me, to organize your thoughts that way, just make the list. What's What do you want to accomplish in the first 30 days and then in 60 and so forth? Well, then let's jump back a few months to November when the board of directors elected you as an ex-president. Uh, what can you share with us about the process leading up to that election? November was actually the, the board meeting where the election occurred. You know, as we do things around here, we, we plan ahead a little bit, and there was some succession planning that had been done. It wasn't just a, you wake up on November 19th and, oh, by the way, do you want to be president? It, it didn't quite work that way. <laughs> it was a little preparation, although that was kind of a, that was a nervous day uh, for me because it, it's never official until it's official. And certainly um, knew that I had the support of the board and many of them had talked to me about that. But until the election actually occurs, and just so you know, you have to, you know, if you're a board member, you have to step out of the room for the election. So you, you're not there. And, and that's interesting when it's virtual, <laughs> you're, you're, you're like, okay, you're not on the virtual anymore. It's like, so what's happening? And you're just kind of sitting here waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for them to come back and say, oh yeah, 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 we had an election, you're, you're, you're good. <laughs> oh, okay, well, what took so long? <laughs> just playing with you a little bit. A little bit. If you can imagine Rick Means doing that, yes, there was a little bit of that. <laughs> well, let's talk for a minute about um, you being Shelter's first female president. And uh, before I ask you a couple of questions, I wanted to mention something interesting that I read recently. One of the things that they mentioned were that uh, stock prices of companies that have female CEOs outperform male-led firms by an average of 20%. Now, we're not a stock company. It said another analysis looked at returns of Fortune 1000 companies under female leadership, and this was over a 12-year span, and that group tripled the returns of the S&P 500 over that same period. One of the things that they uh, mentioned that it wasn't 
merely the presence of female leadership that magically boosted the returns or, you know, got those results, but that uh, in general, companies with women in charge are more likely to value diversity and gender equity, and that that diversity is what really contributes to employee satisfaction and creating a positive workspace. So I would, um, that last statement that you made about it's not necessarily that there's a female at the, at the helm, but it just shows the culture and attitude of, of the company. And I think that applies to shelter. I mean, it's real hard for us to compare ourselves to other companies, mutual insurance companies to stock, or even other financial companies, because our, our financials look a lot different than other companies. But I do subscribe to the theory that when you are a more diverse company, that you have more opportunities. And I, I'm not surprised at the research and the results of that or the outcome of that. I do agree that it's probably, I mean, if you look at our company, it's not just that I'm the president, but we have five uh, one executive vice president, four female vice presidents. So it's not just that. It's overall, there's that opportunity, not only for women, but for other diverse groups. We have an officer meeting scheduled next week. And I will tell you, it's one of the first things on the agenda for us to talk about, which is uh, diversity, inclusion, engagement, and what our action plans are for the year. Well, that'd be interesting. Look forward to hearing what comes out of that meeting. There are a number of people, I think, within the company that are interested to know your thoughts on being the first woman president of Shelter. What, what does that mean to you? Well, several people have asked me that question, and my, my response has generally been, I, I did not come down this path with a view toward, oh, I have to be the first woman X or the first woman Y or the first woman to do this, or certainly I have to be the first woman president of Shelter. That's, that's not me, and that's not really what I'm about. I think I am where I am because uh, of the work ethic that I have and, and um, the other ethics that I have and, and um, the ability to, um, to, to lead people, hopefully. But at the same time, it's not lost on me that it's significant in Shelter's history and it's significant to the company and it's significant to a lot of people in the company. And I've certainly seen that in the, the warm messages that I've received from so many people since the announcement in November, uh, just uh, the excitement that that's something new for shelter. And uh, there's, it just, it creates uh, a sense that we are moving in a good direction. What do you think it means? I mean, that, that's kind of what it, it means for you, for the company. How would you see it meaning for the company? Well, I think, and I talked about earlier, I just think it's it's indicative of our rewards to people who work hard um, and do a good job with without regard to what they look like, yeah. hopefully, and, uh, and that there is uh, opportunities for the company to be, to have a broader perspective that is brought to that perspective by its own employees uh, and the differences that we all bring, because that's, that's a good thing. I want to talk a little bit about your vision for the future, but First, I wanted to just talk a little bit about your past for, for folks that may not be uh, as aware. You have a law background. Before you came to Shelter, what were you doing and, and what drew your interest to the insurance side of law? Well, I was a, a, an attorney in Kansas City for about 20 years, primarily in insurance defense work. Remarkably, not necessarily for Shelter. I didn't really do work for Shelter, but I did have uh, some good friends that were a part of Shelter. Gus Lear 
um, and Terry Cox were friends that I used to run into every year at uh, the Missouri Organization of Defense Lawyers. And they would come to that annual meeting to get their continuing legal education requirements. So had an opportunity to be friends with them and see them on a regular basis. Also knew Ann Covington, who was on the board at Shelter back at the time I came and had also known uh, Art Oliver, who had previously been on the board. So there were some connections there um, and those people knew about me and my work in Kansas City. And so it was a time in my life that I was ready to make a change in, in a different career. It wasn't something where I had planned to do this particular job at all. Um, literally got a, a call from Terry Cox one morning that said, hey, I'm going to retire. Would you be interested in talking to us? And I said, sure, be glad to. And um, I won't go through all the details, but about a week later, uh, my friends and associates in Kansas City thought I'd lost my mind because I'm pulling up stakes and moving back to Columbia. But I knew I'd love Columbia. I'd been here before. I wasn't so sure about working for a big company because I'd always been in a small law firm where I knew everybody's name. And this is this is a little bit different, but it's all worked out great. It was probably the one best career decision I've ever made in my life. When people begin working in a company, you know, they may have their sights set on a particular goal for their career. And so when you came to Shelter, I mean, did it ever even cross your mind that you might someday be the president of a company? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. My goal as I, as I walked in the door would have been, I thought I had something to offer. You know, in particular at that time, uh, there was a, a wealth of class action litigation that was stirring against insurance companies. And I had experience in defending litigation as well as defending class action litigation. So it, it was an opportunity for uh, the, the company to bolster its its law department in that regard, and that we needed that skill. And I, I had something to offer to that. I'd never worked in a corporate law department. And I will tell you the first day I walked in, I was, you know, you start up, you start thinking, what was I thinking? I don't <laughs> know how to do these things. And some of the questions that uh, you were asked or that I was asked, I, I was like, oh my, I have no clue what they're talking about. But uh, you learn really fast. I had a great staff. Uh, when I look back at the fact that I had Paula Rose and uh, Jim Tooley and David Van Dyke and Bill Turley there to support me, and they were all absolutely wonderful. You really learn that much of what you do in your career, regardless of what it is, comes down to pretty much some really good common sense and some good people skills and knowing the right thing to do. In years since then, when people have asked me, gee, how do you work for an insurance company? You know, sometimes we don't have the best <laughs> feeling by other people. I've always been able to say, I work for a company that really tries to do the right thing. I have a conscience and I have a company that I was lucky enough to, to fall into that I believe and I've seen day after day after day, time after time, after time in meetings where we've talked about decisions that have to be made and we've come down to what's the right thing to do. And that's that's the kind of company I want to work for. Well, let's talk a little bit about what you see as you look ahead for the time that you're going to be president and CEO upon Matt Moore's retirement. What are, are some of the first things that are on your horizon for shelter? One of the things that was really important to me in the last year was making sure that we were very clear with our employees on what our corporate strategies were. 
And I think you've seen those. We, we worked a lot on those at the end of last summer and early into the fall with the help of ShelterX came up with our, our vision and our mission and those strategies so that we know what we're doing and that each of the things that we undertake falls somewhere within those strategies to make sure we're all on the same page and we're going down the right track. So I think those are very important. And, and one of those, um, one of the main strategies is our digital strategy and customer experience. It was important to me that we bring that to a level where we had a separate department to focus on that. Uh, we learned a lot very quickly in 2020 about um, what we needed to do from a digital perspective. And we have historically been a company that has watched other companies develop what is gonna happen. And then sometimes we'd be a fast follower, but most of the time we were a slow follower. We'd just wait and kind of see what, let them do the work and the research and then we'll pick up and follow them. In today's world, I just don't think that's a possibility anymore. I think we've got to say, what's coming down the pike? What's going to cause us to continue to be able to compete in this environment? We've got to either be on the forefront of that, or we've got to be a really, really fast follower. We cannot be left behind on those things. So we need to develop what is our digital strategy as a whole, and how does that affect the customer experience? Yeah. That's exciting um, hearing about the movement and where we are in, in our market, you know, just the demands that are put on us for we need to move more quickly. That's, that's great. We know you don't have a crystal ball, but as you look into the future, what do you think is going to be one of those big issues that shelter will want to address that we may not even have in our sites right now? Well, I don't know if we don't have it in our sites because I'm, I'm hoping that we, as a leader, I'm hoping that we do. I, I do think it relates to the digital world and the data world. We all acknowledge that we're behind on the data and what the data can do for us in terms of understanding the insureds and their behavior. As we move forward with that and understanding what we have and how we can use it, I think we're going to be really surprised about what we have and, and uh, what's there and then trying to figure out, okay, now we know what we have. How do we use that to our benefit? Well, sometimes we read or hear about leaders who want to leave their mark. So if you were to imagine that we're some years into the future when you're going to be moving on from your role as CEO, what are the significant things that you would hope to look back on and say, we accomplished that? Well, people are very important. So I want to make sure our people are taken care of because uh, that's the real basis of any company. Beyond that, I, I don't know that I had time to reflect on necessarily a legacy. I would certainly want to leave this company in a better place than I found it. And I don't know that I know exactly how that's going to happen or exactly what the path for that is right now. I wouldn't have accepted this position if I didn't think I have something to offer the company and the people in the company. And so I will do my darndest to make sure that uh, we, we succeed in every way we can and meet the challenges that I know we have ahead of us. Well, Randa, really appreciate you coming on and sharing your thoughts with us today. Congratulations again on, on your role and being the first in that role uh, as you are. And thanks to you, Brad, appreciate all of the engineering work you do every episode. And thanks everyone for listening today. If you have any ideas about topics you'd like to hear about on the podcast, reach out to us at podcast at shelterinsurance.com. Shelter prides itself on doing the right thing and being prepared for whatever life may bring. 
This starts from the top of the company and trickles down to every agent and employee that works for any of our companies. This trust and leadership makes our company strong, efficient, and ready for those unexpected events. That's what it means to be shelter strong.